You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Every part your car will ever need. Uh, Daniel, we got done talking about draft eligible or draft grades for two UGA stalwarts last year and Eric Stokes and Aziz Ojolari. Uh, we're not talking about last year anymore in today's podcast. We're well, talking we about could next be year. talking about the draft grade for this for this young man, but he's elected he, to have some uh, hashtag unfinished business. Oh my gosh, you say that. Every time somebody says that phrase, I get all the feels in the entire world. Uh, if you found Locked On Bulldogs, we're glad you're here. Your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. He is Daniel, I am Clint, and we are fans first and foremost on this podcast. So if you're wondering to yourself, hey, where is the insider scoop on what a dumb backside backwaters individual has to say about paying players and what the feel is from parents and those associated with the program. Give us the scoop. We're not here for that one because I don't care what that man says. I'm not even going to no. say his name. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even worth do you remember a mention. The guy, do you remember the guy in his mom's basement with the laundry basket in the background breaking recruiting news? Do you remember that guy? Do you remember the guy? I, I do. That guy has more credibility than than this person. Than this person. That, Good. Like, that's golly. That's the level that we're at right now. We're talking about gentlemen who are. I think didn't he run into a car? One of his little Twitter. I think he. I think he ran full <laughs> speed in the back of a car to try to get notoriety. That that guy in the I basement. It's so bad. The point of the story is we're not gurus. Or no, insiders. we're not gurus or insiders. We're fans first and foremost, people. That's right. We're here to talk about fan things. We're here to have a good time. So uh, we hope you're here to have a good time. If not, maybe this isn't the podcast for you. We're not. Who's to say? If you like the show, though, we're glad that you're here. We would love it if you would subscribe. We're here um, uh, Monday through Friday talking about Georgia football and basketball. And um, if you like it, then leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out, and that's really all that we need you to do for us. Um, uh, thank you so much to all of you who have done that. Um, as always, uh, love the emails. Love the love the Twitter conversations that we get to have. Uh, keep those coming. Lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com and uh, at dogspodcast on Twitter. We're surprised, Daniel, that we still have a podcast this many years after starting this, and I think our our followers are starting to get the clue as well. They're just as shocked as we are. It turns out on Twitter, and they like telling us. It's yeah, I mean, we're we're still here. I don't know. It's I mean the pie, It's going pretty well. I'm actually. just gonna like, say I don't know. I don't know that like it's it's fine, but like I think it's going. It, but. Even if it weren't going well, I'm having a good time. You having a good time? I'm having a great time. Are you kidding me? I'm spending my Wait. time talking about UGA football. Well, that's the point. That's what we're trying to do. So if you're not having a great time, T's and P's to you. And uh, we're going to continue having a great time because we're excited about the 2021 football season. Clint, are we not? We are excited about the product that University of Georgia is going to put on the field. I'm going to tell you this right now, Clint. I was walking mm. down the street the other day. It's a beautiful day here in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. I'm walking down the street the other day, just enjoying the springtime weather, the sunshine. I'm outside, and I'm thinking to myself, I tried, I was thinking about the 2021 season, and I tried 
to get pessimistic. The, I try really quick new listener to, to the podcast. This is down. what happened. Daniel, it, we're both dead inside, but how we we are dead. We're inside. dead inside. How we've chosen to work this podcast is I genuinely try to pull Daniel out of the quagmire of all his feels of pessimism. Although that's not natural to us. This is just the roles we've chosen on this podcast. So he's trying to do his part. I listen, I I know no other way to be than skeptical and questioning everything. The secondary's young. Maybe mm. we are going to be terrible. Maybe JT Daniels is not as good as we think he mm. is. Maybe yep. it was fun. Maybe the competition the last four games of the season was so bad. South Here Carolina is terrible at football. Cincinnati's a joke. Maybe. And so I tried. I tried my hardest to go down a pessimistic road. Clint, I couldn't do it. This 2021 football season is. I mean, it's dang exciting. When we made this list like, of 25 most exciting players to us, Daniel, we we kept going and going and going. It wasn't hard to so find 25. Much, there's so much to be excited about. And number 19 on the list <laughs> is a senior. I can't he's believe he's been 19. there. He's been through it. Um, he's been he's been given a nickname on this podcast <laughs> more ridiculous than most people. Uh, his name is James Cook. And um, Clint calls him Ghost on Skates. Nobody knows what that means. No, so if you're I, new to the show, you're not missing anything. No one knows what that means. But picture a ghost on skates really quick. Just in your mind. In your mind's eye. Okay. Picture a ghost on skates. And you tell me that's not James Cook as he finds an opening in a hole and shoots for 20 yards without even blinking. Sometimes we call him King Boo because King of Boo. that sort of a spinoff on the nickname. But um, James Cook... 19th most exciting player. You know who he is. He's 5'11". He's 90 pounds. Uh, 190 pounds. 90 pounds is not a lot. He's 190 pounds. Um, he is the guy that every offseason, Clint, we have mm-hmm. a conversation. Will this be the year Oh my gosh. that he is utilized, quote unquote, utilized correctly? Um, who knows if this is going to be the year? But, but dare I say, Daniel, I, dare I say, wasn't wasn't he utilized last year well? I think he was utilized pretty dang well That's, last year. The question keeps on coming up, and people will keep on saying, "James, when is James Cook going to get his? I think James Cook gone and got his, and I think the product on the field is glorious, and we just need more of it, Daniel. I, I think that's... that's Now there's something. There's something. Now we could talk about that there's, all we want, but... But let's not. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna jump on this here in a second. How this segment goes out for today's podcast is we're gonna talk about who he is, what we've seen, and what we're gonna see. So we're gonna get to what we've seen uh, last year in this next segment. But first, just James Cook. His has always been that enigma on offense. All the yeah. speed, all the skill. Highly touted kid coming out of Florida, and we just are waiting for it. But let me just encourage you: stop waiting and start enjoying what he has been mm. for this team mm. because he is that guy in the backfield that every time he gets his hands on the ball, people are terrified. Daniel linebackers it's... start trying to get out well ahead of themselves to try to catch him. And oftentimes they can't. It's, it's fascinating. And I, and, and you, you bring up a valid point. Um, I think when we get into when we get into the the next segment, I'm going to push back a little bit. But your point is well taken in the sense that um, James Cook. I mean, James Cook's snap count has gone up tremendously over his three seasons in Athens, mm-hmm. and 
he was getting he was getting a, a he was on the field a lot. You could not say James Cook was not being used. He was in fact being used and you could almost say it's we have an offensive coordinator. Oh, and so that's why That's wild. That's why he's being utilized, but is he being utilized in the best possible way? We will get to that mm-hmm. um coming up here in a little bit. I think what James Cook is best at may surprise you. Uh, that Clint, that's what look may may maybe a little bit of a surprise to you. I think we're on the same page about this, and I think for most of our listeners, might come as a bit of a shock. No one's going to believe uh, we'll this because they believe in stupid things like thunder and lightning being a, a phrase. So, that's just just Don't. let that sink in. Uh, hey, before we go anywhere, I want to let you guys know about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a fantastic site where you can get all the parts your car will ever need. Daniel, every part your car will ever need. Uh, Does your car utilize the braking system at times, Daniel? Is that something your car does? I have recently come to terms with the fact that braking is an important part of driving. Yes. So yes, Clint. Okay, great. Uh, How about windshields? You, You use that on a daily basis? Well, my hair—it's I can't let it get messed up. So yes, I've installed a windshield. <laughs> that's good. That's good. The windscreen is up on top of that bonnet over there, as our UK <laughs> friends would say. Um, no, RockAuto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. Our Subaru Outback, whatever it is that we're fixing up—I've lost count because we're just we're just rolling in money with all these flips that we're doing on we're these cars. Basically, during COVID, we've opened a car lot. That's exactly that's what, right. That's Fast and the happening. Furious has got us all sorts of excited. Number nine's coming out. And we're for it. RockAuto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. Reliably low prices. Experts that you don't have to talk to anybody at some greasy, horrible, over-the-counter shop here in town. Come straight to your door. Cheap, effective, reliable. Every part your car will ever need. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on in the comments section. RockAuto.com. And Clint, it's Built Bar. It's March Madness. It's everything that's right with the world. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on planet earth enjoy one while you're watching march madness the ncaa tournament coming up next week enjoy a built bar um high in protein high in fiber low in sugar it's a great meal replacement it's a great pre or post workout it's keto approved they've got a million great flavors there's All a them. march madness style bracket happening right now at builtbar.com and when you go to builtbar.com you enter the promo code locked on 20 that's locked on 20 and you're going to get 20 percent off your order. That's no matter how many Bilt Bars you order, you're going to get 20% off of all of them. Uh, they're used to give away coolers. Maybe they'll give you one if you send them, a nice, send, send them a nice comment. I don't know. Tell them Brady Quinn sent you to get a cooler and see if that works for you. If Erwin Meyer responds, run away. If, <laughs> don't, do not reply to that email. BiltBar.com and enter the promo code locked on 20 for 20% off your order. All right, Daniel, what, would, what did we see last year in James Cook in this offense? And again, some stats may surprise us, but what was the most notable thing James Cook was for UGA last year? Well, and this is where I'm going to maybe push against it. He was, he was being utilized correctly because I'm going to – if you ask your average Georgia fan, Clint, James Cook – Obviously plays the running back position, but what what is the thing that he really specializes in? Is it carrying the ball or is it being a weapon in the passing game? What is it that James Cook is 
is sort of most known for well in his Georgia career. Well, you see, if I understand how footballing works, he's 5'11", 190, and real fast. So he must be able to catch better than he could run between the tackles and then try to try to juke some people and and try to just kind of spin off some people, do some Madden things. Out, he's a satellite player, Daniel, out in space. Hmm. Clearly, that's what he must be. And see... If you had if you had answered that way in 2018 or 2019, James Cook's freshman and sophomore years, you would have been correct, Clint. Graded out on the film much higher as a pass catcher than as a ball carrier, as a runner. But in 2020, that took a dramatic shift. Oh, it flipped. Clint. And James Cook graded out 20 points higher on Pro Football Focus as a runner. Here we go. Than he did as a pass catcher. In fact, according to the Pro Football Focus uh, stats and analysis, James Cook's primary contribution to the Georgia offense last year mm-hmm. was as a runner, not a pass catcher. Now, that's going to maybe come as a surprise to some Georgia fans. Um, but the, and, and the reason that that maybe come as, will come as a surprise, which is where I'll push back against what I hope to see more of in 2021, which we're not really talking about now. But what we saw in 2020 was James Cook was utilized much more in the passing game than he was in the running game, but grades out much higher as a runner than as a passer. That's exactly right. If you guys saw, uh, I'm thinking South Carolina, I'm thinking Missouri, there were a couple of games where James Cook, when he lined up in the backfield, and there were a number of moments where even in the red zone, approaching, getting into scoring territory, uh, James was back there in the backfield quite a bit. Much to the chagrin, I think, of some fans, because we were wanting the the hammer, Zamir, in there. Uh, yeah, or... or- I mean, Kendall Kendall Milton Milton come back from injury or or Kenny McIntosh, the most, the old reliable or whatever. But Uh, by the way, uh, Zamir White, really quick on pro football focus, running grade 81.6 compared to 85.2 for James. And I think now, now this is me reading the tea leaves. I think Daniel is what James saw and what he wants to show other NFL teams as he gets ready, why he came back is because I think he saw Uh his production increase. On on running the he just was good at running the ball, Daniel. Yeah, good in this offense. I think he wants to show that more and more ongoing, um, and he's going to have a chance to do that in Todd Munkin's offense again. One more time, Todd Munkin's offense is not run and gun all over the place. Uh, it is something much different than that, and uh, he slots in perfectly to this type of of uh, of. Play action uh, passing, sure, you can do that. But also, give him the rock and see what he can do. He's tough in there, Daniel. Now, certainly, he had some great receiving numbers. And he had, I mean, he was a weapon. He had kind of one deep ball that he caught on a wheel route. And then he, you know, he threw a lot of short stuff to him. He got a lot of yards after the catch. Um, and that's what James Cook is going to do. He's ghost on skates. He's going to make people miss. He's going to take it to the house. He's going to do all the things. But the rushing numbers were better than the, the than the pass catching numbers. And Clint, I'll even go one step further. Here we go. If I were to tell you James Cook is a ru- is is a better rusher than passer, that might surprise you. But if I were to ask you, where do you think James Cook is most effective running the ball? 
Clint, mm. do you think it's off? Do you think it's off the edge? Do you think it's off the tackle? Or do you think it's maybe in that guard tackle gap? Which of those would you say the average Georgia fan would maybe speculate that James, where James Cook most excels at running the football? Again, since Sonny Michelle can't do anything but just scatter around he's back light, there. He's lightning. Right. He's just a jitterbug. And just Nick Chubb is just a hammer. He has no speed no, to can't, him. He cannot run away from you at all. Um, it would tell me James Cook is probably best off tackle, Daniel. Yeah, maybe around the edge, sure. maybe off tackle. What if I told you he averaged 14 yards a carry? Here we go. When he ran off the guard. Here we go. Between the guard and the... I'm sorry. Do you want me to say it again? Please do. Because it's 14 yards per carry. So you're telling me in most situations, even even on a second down, we get a couple yards and we have false start penalty. James Cook is good for a first down guaranteed when he runs off that's cr- off the guard. That's uh, that's correct when he runs okay. between the guard and the tackle. Okay. So now that's not now when he runs off the edge, right? So like that's that's past tight end, right? So that's like sure. not off tackle. That's beyond the tight end. He's rushing for something around like eight, nine yards of carry. So, like, he's rushing at an insane Still doing high great. Clip. Still doing great. But this man can run in the middle as well, Clint. Mm-hmm. Yards after contact when he runs in that gap, like somewhere up around 10. Okay. Like, like he can take, he could, he doesn't have to be untouched through the hole. That's no. what I'm trying to say. Like, this man can break a tackle. He can run, and so we're going to get to in the next segment, and I think I've made my point pretty clear. It's not going to be a shock. We're going to get to what do I hope to see more mm-hmm. out of from James Cook this season and what makes me so excited about him. Um, and, and yeah, I think you'll be able to speculate. Wow. But before we get there... Really quick, before you Clint, do your thing, just just my last little jab. Do you know who the highest yeah, rated oh, running back of Georgia last year was on running? Oh, was it Kenny McIntosh? Oh, Please let it be Kenny McIntosh. It is. It is, Danny. Please let it be Kenny McIntosh. Gosh, why does Kenny McIntosh not play more? <laughs> hmm. All right, Daniel, do your That's thing. That's weird. Do your thing. All right, well, if you wanted to bet on who's going to lead Georgia in rushing next year, if you wanted to bet on who the starting running back is going to be for Georgia in week one, if you wanted to – like I did. I didn't go to betonline.ag. I just asked my buddy Clint, hey, who do you think is going to lead this team in rushing and do you want to make a bet about it? And then I won. The bet, and now the chili zaps are a flowing. They are the cornucopia of apps and zerts are coming my way. You can have the same type of success by going to betonline.ag. You you pick you pick some action, right? NCAA tournament, uh, conference tournaments. You player stats, props, um, parlays. You do whatever you want. You pick your action. You make your wager, you get in the game, you win, you get off the sideline. Right now, when you go to betonline.ag and you enter the promo code locked on, you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. You've heard us tell you about it. It's free money. You don't need us to explain it again. You deposit money, they get, they match it 50% and add it to your account. It's betonline.ag. The promo code is locked on. Go there, get free money, bet on the NCAA tournament, and We'll all be happy. 
betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Daniel, that's what we've seen. That's who he is. Introduction to our 19th most exciting player for next year's ball club. So what do we expect this coming year? Uh, And let me lead out and let me say this. Yeah. I have often, often on this podcast talked about how I want to see more than Zamir White in the backfield. Okay. Look, I get it. Zamir do has. You mean, do you mean rotation or do you mean two running backs in the backfield? I mean rotation. I do not mean okay. multiple running okay. backs in the backfield. I mean Sorry. rotation. Uh, good clarifying point. Um, I, I want to see Zamir take a. Mm, 1B or 2, number 2 horse in this backfield. I would love if James Cook was our bell cow, like in all honesty. That's, wow. I I would love it. Here's why I would love it. Bell cow. Bell cow. Here's why. Because because if we're talking bell cow, now now granted, disproportionate, but I think this next year it's going to come, those four running backs that we've seen take the majority of it are still going to be the same four this year. But I don't think we're going to lean as much disproportionately on Zamir as we have others. I think injuries and flow of game change that a little bit. Early on, especially with Stetson uh, being the quarterback, I think that changed the mentality a great deal. Uh, Probably. I would love it is if we got away and, and our offense playbook from the step from from moment one was wide open, which it will be with JT at the helm and with these guys. Uh, give me James Cook having maybe one or two less carries are right in there. And that's what I mean by bell cow, because when we're talking bell, we're not talking 30 carries a game. We're not talking Herschel Walker as right. numbers, right? We're talking 10, 10 carries gets you the bell cow in this offense. And I would love if those 10 carries were James Cook all the way with that and Zamir was somewhere around there or 9 or 8 down the pecking order. That's what I expect this year. Yeah, and and I think to your point, and we are as guilty about this as anyone, we have a long-running debate about who the best running back on this team is, about who we want to see in the game. Uh, and part of that is just fun, is just fans having fun, and that's kind of what fans do, and that's sort of the premise for the whole podcast. If you had forgotten that already, you can just rewind about 21 minutes, and we will tell you all about it. Um, but I think in many ways, Herschel Walker has cursed the Georgia fandoms mm. in, in the who is RB1 mentality. And, and I think in many cases, RB1 has been obvious, right? There was only one Todd Gurley on that team. As good That's as right. freshman Nick Chubb turned out to be that year, and he was, if I need to remind you, quite good. But there was Todd Gurley was on that team, all right? And so when he was healthy and eligible, he was that dude. Same with Nick Chubb, as good as Sony Michelle was. And it was always Nick and Sony, but it was never Sony and Nick. No. It was it was always Nick and Sony, That's right. and you knew you knew who the dude was in the backfield. Uh, DeAndre Swift, same way, you knew who the dude was in the backfield. So now, I think more so now than ever, there's just no need to care who the best running back on this team is. There's just no need to care. Because the fact is that we have four very good running backs, and there are probably going to be a game. There's probably going to be a mm-hmm. game this year 
where every single one of those guys leads the team in rushing. That's my prediction. I think all four of those guys will lead the team in rushing in at least one game this season. None of them will even sniff a thousand yards, but that doesn't matter because we have four very talented backs. Here's what I want to see from James Cook. The snap counts have continued to rise, and that's good. We need James Cook on the field more and more. I think you're in agreement there. Played 180 snaps in 2020. Obviously, that was a shortened season, so I expect that number to be up over 200 this year. Hmm. Um, Here's my issue. Of those 180 snaps that he played last season, um, he was in a passing situation on 105 of those 180 snaps. He was a blocker on 29 of those uh, 180 snaps, and he was a ball care a runner on 46 of those snaps. That's not enough. No. We just said he's more effect. He's most effective running the football. I need to see the distribution of runs to passes. I still want to see him out in the pass pattern. I still want to see him lined up in the slot. I still want him running a wheel. I still want him running a screen. But I need to see the distribution shift so that it's almost – I want to see 50-50 run plays to pass plays for James Cook uh, this season. To me, that would be the most exciting season of James Cook that we've seen to date. Uh, Absolutely right. Daniel, uh, not to to try to belabor the point anymore, but – who was it that busted a run on the outside against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl in a running situation as, quote, the lightning back to set up game-winning score? That's, that, that'd, be the, that'd be Sony Michelle, okay. the, one B, the one B. The one B, correct. <laughs> the, second, the second best running back on the team. And, and to have James out there in running situation and passing situation only – Again, guys, tendencies, when you get coaches, when you get college coaches, and they're all guilty of it, they get these tendencies, you watch film, you see the personnel coming in, you know what they're doing, you guys have suffered through the Jimmy C, James Coley, uh, as well as Cheney. How dare you? Uh, How dare you bring that up? What was this late? What this was, late in the podcast? How dare you? What was going to happen if we had if we had Tyler running in motion? Across the center. What? Well, what was going to happen? See, when you get... Quick question. Did did we hand it to Isaiah McKenzie on an end around again? Did we do that? Did we, did we try to run for a first down against Vanderbilt with Isaiah McKenzie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is the pain we're talking about. Let's see. If, if, James, if James Cook is out there in these situations more and more, and you don't have a tendency on it on if it's going to be a pass or a run it only enhances the playbook more we want to see more of that uh he is our right. 19th most exciting player for next year we expect big things out of him and we cannot wait um just a little little kind of tip of uh, what's happening mm-hmm. we have one more running back on our list of most exciting players mm. daniel mm. Mm-hmm. he and he up there quite a bit is he – let me ask you this. Is he the guy that I think is the best running back on the team? Nope. 
Is he the guy that you have argued mo- multiple times on this podcast is the best running back on the team? Nope. Nope, he's the other guy. Okay. Just, <laughs> again, let that sink in. Okay? <laughs> that we have him up there. Unless, hey, this has been Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We will see you guys later. See ya. See ya.